0: This daf is Babakamba daf samachay. We are on daf right? I think so. Did we get to the top? I think so. Oh, you weren't here yesterday. Yeah, we're on daf uh, samachay. We're at the two dots, uh, four lines from the top of the page. Uh, we're at Gufa. Gufa. Amrav, um, keren kein Shaganov. So Rav says you pay the keren kein Shaganov, meaning when uh, when a person steals. So let's say I steal a, a person steals something and it's worth hundred dollars when he steals it, and then by the time he goes to the basin, by the time he's sued in, in court, uh, the item is worth five hundred dollars. So how do you evaluate paying back the item? He's going to pay Ken Shaganov, He's going to pay kefel. He might pay Dalit Vehey if he was Tavachumachar. So, how do you evaluate these prices? Based on the time that he stole it or based on the time that he goes to Bezdin? So, I've says the kera and the initial payment he pays Ke'in Shaganab. He pays the value that it was worth at the time that he stole it. Tashlume Kefel, Vatashlume, Abraham V'chamisha, Kisha Samad Din. But paying the Kefel and the Dalit Vehey, that's evaluated based on the time of Hamad Abedin, based on uh, when they went to Bezdin, And the Svara seems to be a Svara peshuta, that when it comes to Kefel and Dalit Bahe, uh since it's a Kinas, so the Khiv of the Kinas is generated by Bezdin. There is no Khiv of prior to coming to Beisdin. The whole Chiyiv Kanas is only generated when you walk into the Beisdin, so that's why you're going to pay the Kephalon Dalat because that's when, that's when the, the, the Chiyiv begins, right? That's why we had. Moda B'Kanas is Pater, that without a Beisdin being Mechaiv, the Kanas of a person is Moda that yields the Kanas, so he's going to be Pater because the Chiyiv needs to be generated by the Din. So my time with the Rav, what's the reason for Rav? Where does Rav get this idea from? Amakra Gneva Vikhaim. Amaika Amar Rachman Chaim Big Why does the Torah speak about Chaim in relation to Kineva? Akilakaren Kanshagana. That teaches that Akilakaren Kanshagan, excuse me. That that you have to uh pay back the Karen uh based on the amount of based on the amount that it was worth like uh, uh, when when you stole it, meaning you have to keep it at that value, that that's the value that you're going to have to pay back regardless of whether you keep it at that value or not, so you might as well keep it at that value. You should keep it alive, you should give it life, Ken sheganav. So that's why we talk about Chaim in relation to Keneva, and that's the source for Rav saying that you pay the care, the keren care ken sheganav. Now certainly Pashup shot in the Gemara is that Rav said two things. One of them was a Kiddush, one of them apparently was not. Right? He said, you pay the Keren based on Kehensha Shaganav and you pay the Dalot and the Kehfel v'Kesha Samad Abedin. in the Gemara is, the Gemara is asking, my time with the Rav, what's the reason for Rav saying that you pay the Keren Kehensha Shaganav? That's what it sounds like. Because the Gemara's answer is, oh, we have uh, the Paschop that It says, Chaim, so it must be that it's teaching me you pay the Keren Kehensha Shaganav. But the Kehfel and Dalot being v'Kesha Samad Seems to be a Svarab like we said, and that's not a khiddush. That certainly is going to be the case. That's that, that's what it sounds like. Pashup Shah in the Gemara. Uh, so if, if you look at Tosos, Gufa, Amrav, Karen, Shaganav, says, Now later on, the Gemara is going to say that Rav is speaking about the uh, price fluctuations. It's not talking about if the item went up in value because you invested in it or the item went down in value because you abused it or anything like that. No, it's talking about simple price fluctuations. We'll discuss the halachas. Of the investments and and, and abuse and, uh, and and the price changing based on that later on, but we're talking about just the the market value changed. So it says, "Tossefim Tomar Umi Kamasul Umi Kamasul." What's the khidish over here? Masnisni Bereishah goes kama. It's not from the Mishnah. Kol Agazlan Mishalman Kshas You always pay based on the time of the stealing. V'yafukavdim Masnisni Mashman Dilinu Shinoi Airi you got ate some on Kalim even though that Mishnah seems to be talking about where he did some sort of shinoy with it like you steal wood and you make Kalim out of it V'asam nami kamru bigmar kalagzalna mishal mukshasa gezela la suid that uh, if you steal a Tala, and it becomes an isle, it grows up. So it's a shino that happened under your control, and you have acquired it. So granted, it's talking about where it goes under some sort of change. But it's also talking about Linyin Yukra It's also talking about simple price fluctuations in the Mishnah. like the Gavar Mbametziyah, seems to be Muchach because we quote that mishnah in Babakama in relation to yukravazula in relation to simple price fluctuations and also in the second truma in regards to eating truma the kamar what we also say as a dever pashut that you pay based on the amount that it was worth when you stole it. So what's the chiddush of Rav that you pay the keren ken Shaganav? It's not an omission later in the Masechta. The Gemara all over Shas quotes it. The Gemara and the Gemara Bamitzia quotes it as a Davar pashut that you're always going to pay ken Shaganav. What's Rav's big chiddush? So it says tells us against the Pashat of the Gemara. The whole Kiddush of Rav is not in the Karen K'en The real Kiddush of Rav is in the Kefal and the Dalat That the Kefal, you pay kshasa madhub'din, the Dalat V'he, you pay kshasa madhub'din. I, but didn't the Gemara say, my time at the Rav, and give me a reason for the karen Kan Shuganav, and not a reason for the Kefal and Dalat which makes it sound like the Kiddush that we were intrigued by within Rav was the karen Kan So it says, so it to come my time at the Rav, atashlume kefal, butashlume Dalat Kabai. When we said, my time at the Rav, the Shiloh was about Kefal and Dalat it was not about Karen. <speaking in Hebrew> what's the Gemara's answer? We ask my time the Rav. Where does Rav get the idea that the Kefil and is not Ken So what's the Gemara's answer? That the pasuk tells me that Karen is Ken the Khidish is not that Karen is ken Shaganav, the Khidish is the Pasuk tells me only Karen is Khen which implies that Kefal and Dalvehe are not going to be ken That's what the Pasuk is teaching me. The Ikr is about the kephal and Dalvehe. Good, so says the Gemara, so after Rav makes this statement, that Karin Yois Kshasa Gneva. Kephal dalvehei peh, Kshasa Madabdil. So I'm Rav Shesheth, Rav sheesh, says, Amina, Kinaim v'shachev, Rav Amr lahashmaita. Says, Rav must have been falling he was half asleep when he said this uh, this 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 teaching because this is ridiculous. Meaning Pashab Shot this is an insult. Right. That's the uh, that when he says that uh Rav, Rav must have been half asleep when he said when he said this. Now the Sharm Balacha doesn't like this idea. Every time it says Kinaimasha he, uh, he has some explanation of why it's not really an insult. So he writes over here, he quotes the Akdam of the Sefer Imre Bina, who explains, He Al That it, Rav Sheshis understood that Rav's Shitos were based on the uh, the, the hidden, inner, inner parts of Torah. Isa, and it says in the Kisve Rizal Adam That when a person is sleeping, he's able to, uh, to learn all sorts of, of lofty secrets that otherwise he would not be privy to. So Rav Shesha is not understanding Rav's shitah, thinking it doesn't make sense to his mind, so he says, Rav must have said this when he was sleeping, meaning and He must have said this when he was in some sort of trance, when he was in some sort of uh, state where he was able to be massive things, where he was able to understand things that otherwise he would be unable to understand So it wasn't an insult, it was respect, it was a sign of respect so that's that's how he fetches uh, out of it. That's a little bit hard to uh, to accept. That that's the pshat. Pashupshat is that right? He was a criticism of Rav. It wasn't a it wasn't a compliment. Um, if it was a compliment, then Rav Sheshes wouldn't be arguing on Rav. He would just say, "Okay, I'm a vat of my das." Doesn't seem to be what he's saying. He says that Rav is wrong, and I'll tell you why he's wrong. So uh, Rav Shishis brings a brisa to show why he believes. Uh, why he believes Rav is wrong. Uh, in general, the idea that when you're sleeping you can, uh, you can accomplish things that otherwise you can't, that's not uh, crazy. That's something that we, we do have. Uh, the Rav Dama to the when he explains the differences between Nivuas Moshe Rabbeinu and Nivuas Shara Neviim, so one of the uh, differences is that other neviim need to be sleeping or in some sort of trance in order to receive nevuah. Moshe Rabbeinu was pe'al pe'al dabar bo, which means, part, partially means, means a few things, partially means that he was able to have a conversation in a conscious state, that he was able, to, so normally in order to achieve nevuah, you do need to be in some sort of an unconscious state. The Shalas uh, HaTshubas Min right, was uh, written by one of the Baliatos based on and the way he describes it when he went to sleep, his Neshama went out to Shemayim and he got to ask all sorts of questions from what was going on up in Shemayim and then he woke up and he wrote down the chuvas. why couldn't he just ask them in Shemayim while well, during the day, why did he have to go to sleep to ask them in Shemayim? Apparently, we do believe that when one is sleeping, somehow they're able to achieve some sort of connection, right, that's Probably based on the Gemara, the idea that the neshama goes up, right? The neshama going up is only when when uh, when a person is sleeping. That it's echad Mimisa The Gemara says that it's one sixtieth of death when uh, when a person is sleeping. So death means that the neshama is connected up in shamayim, So the idea that, that sleeping does enable one to achieve some sort of higher connection is not uh, unusual, but uh, the application seems to be a little bit difficult because it seems that Rav Sheshis is really. Arguing on Rav and does not does not appreciate what Rav has to say. So anyway, so Rav Shesh says Kinayim there's, there's also a shuva in the Chavis Yar, but I forgot what it says. Chavis Yar also says something about this about Nayim V'shachiv. But uh, okay, Mar Kufman Beis in the Chavis Yar. So anyway, so Kinayim V'shachiv Rav So Rav said this when he was half asleep. How do I know he said this when he was half asleep? The Tanya. We have a brysa. He's going to bring two rayas against Rav. So raya number one is do we have a brysa. If it was a weak animal, and then I steal it, and I fatten it up, and I make it worth much more, you pay the kefal and the hay based on the amount it was worth when I stole it, not based on the amount it's worth, after it's fattened up, afterwards. So, i not a timna Acha Kalta. So it says, well, now that's not a right against Rav. Just because Rav says you pay the careful and all the hay at the badin this is different. Over here, this the Ganav himself fattened it up. So the Ganav has a taina. timna Acha Kalta. I'm the one that fattened it up. Why should you reap the benefits of my, my investment? I Meaning, if I stole it from you and the price just changes, fine. So then I'll pay badin uh, But I stole it from you I invested in it. I put $100 into it. I put $1,000 into it to make it be... To make it worth more, so that extra value I put it, in, I put into it. Why should you collect that extra value? That's the taina that the uh, that the guy could have. Um, if you look at uh, if you look at Rashi, uh, but if it just the the monetary value goes up, that behemus are selling for more money in the market. Or it got fatter on its own. Then mshalim kefil kiashta. Then you would pay the Kefal or the dal based on right, the right now price, not based on uh, the the price of when you sold. It would be based on the hamad the price, like Rav said, and not not based on the price ken shagunav, like uh, like you would if you're the one that, that put money into it. Now the midspace and the back of the gemara says, wait a second. This taina anupatim Why if I'm the one that fattened it up, why should you take it? Says the midspace and the kasha. Hakushta d'edina, hachi havi. That's actually the halacha. That is, what do you mean? It's, it's sarcastic. I'm going to put money into it. you How can you take the uh, the 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 profits of my money? So fret the mispah. No, it's actually true. La halacha. Pitum de ganav havi ki yori the nitzeh averim aspicha shlober shuls. When a ganath is mefatim, an animal, that's the same thing as me going into your property and making all sorts of improvements in your property without your permission. And what's Allah when I do that? I have the, you have the upper hand, the, the victim has the upper hand in that case, right? The the guy who went in and made all the improvements is uh, is, is at a disadvantage. He only takes whatever is worth less, either his investment or the uh, increase in value, whichever is less. So if I paid $100 of investment and the animal went up in value by $1,000... I shouldn't get all thousand dollars. I should only get hundred. Reimburse my hundred dollar investment, but I should really pay you back uh, like like it's worth now, not not based on uh, my investment. It's not only by karta. by metalon. We say this. And it's clear in a couple of marum that we say this uh, by by the Metal val and we have to say that this is true even if the the increase in value is is obvious and it's uh, and it's it's intact. If the Shavakh is not easily recognizable, if the increase in value is not easily recognizable and, and intact, and there. For all to appreciate, then obviously the, the, the guy who made the improve, improvements wouldn't get anything, not even, not even his, his expense, because then he's just mavriachari, meaning if, if it, the field looks the same as it did before aye, but there are certain improvements to, its infra, to the, the infrastructure, to something to, but that's just mavriachari meaning I stopped it from getting damaged I stopped it, I made improvements in a way that stopped it from getting from, from, from degenerating, so that I wouldn't get paid for at all with Dafka talking about improvements that are recognizable, and still, even by improvements that are clear, clearly recognizable, I don't get paid back the increase in value, I only get paid back the investment if the investment is less than the increase in value. So, says Mitzpason, it's a little bit difficult that the Gemara has this smart as if it's like so crazy that the guy could say, It doesn't make sense, and I'm the one that fattened it, you're the one that gets the money for it. No, that's not halacha, that's the way it's supposed to be. It's a kasha. I didn't see anyone who answers the kasha. Okay, Tashma, another raya against Rav. Shmei If it was a fat animal and he weakened it, meshalim tashumi kefil tashumi abavachamisha ke en shaganav. You pay the dalavet the kefal and dal based on the amount that it was worth at the time that you stole it. Again, here's another case, another raya against Rav because Rav said that kefil and dal are always pay, based on the amadu b'din, not based on the time that you stole it. So it says the Gemara. Over there also, the the svara is that the guy can say to him, "Look, what difference does it make if you kill half of it or you kill the whole thing?" Meaning to say that since you've you, when you start weakening it, that's the beginning of your killing it. So you're going to be chayiv to when you when you kill it based on how much it was worth when you killed it not based on how much it was worth when you stole it, but when you started weakening it, that was the beginning of killing. So we we, we go back to the Shasta Keneva, but that's not against Rav. Rav says you pay based on the later time, but based on later time assumes you didn't do anything to it up until that time. As soon as you begin damaging it, that's the beginning of the killing process, and therefore you're going to pay based on what it was worth when you started damaging it, when you started hurting it. If you look at Rashi, Malikatla Palga palga from the moment that he weakens it he begins the Tvicha right? when does the Tvicha begin when does the Shechita begin when you start weakening the animal Fractosos, really that's called the beginning of a Shechita when the animal starts getting weaker, I the rabbi Fructosis, If you look at the bottom, What's the shaychus between the t'vicha and the chasha? Uh, uh, has no connection whatsoever. Let's say you were only machishin until it died. You never actually did a kasher shkita on it. You beat it up and you weaken it and you starve it and you, right you treat it like they treat veal before they shakt it. But you don't. You never shakt it. You just uh, you just do all these things so you just let it let it die slowly, slow and painful death. So you pay to of the hay? No, that's not called shkita. Right, you paid all the Dafka by shechita. Not when you, uh, not when you mistreat the animal and you let it, you let it degenerate and, and, and ultimately get so weak that it, that it will die. If you, if you continue down that path, it's not called shechita at all. So how can you say the beginning of the weakening of the animal is called the shechita? Very strong Kashan on Rashi. So it says Al Park. No, it's not what the Gemara means at all. What the Gemara means is says when you kill the whole thing, it's not that. When you weaken it, it's the same thing as Shechita, or it's the beginning of Shechita. No, we're saying when you kill the whole thing, when you do a Shechita, we don't go basa, the, the current value, because when you shechted it, you were kone it bishinoy, And therefore, it, it, uh, it, 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 we, we go basa when it still belonged to him. And who I did with the same should be true when it's Katlapalga, that since it's gone through this major shinoi, so therefore we should go back to the Iker man of when you originally took it. But that's, that's what it's saying, that just that it went through this major shinoi, in that sense it's similar to shkita Not that it's the beginning of the shkita process. If you look two lines further, V'odam read, the bin Beninachar, Roshel explains as follows: Malikat Lakula, Malikat Lpalga Kolomar, Afilu Lman Di Amar Elinu Shchita Lle Basof. Even if you say that the shame shachot, that the the shchita is kal, only at the end of the process of shchita, Vlomu Chayv Dal Vehe Ad Mashu Hu Achrom, and you not Chayv Dal Vehe until that last bit of the shchita, that last uh, that last slicing of the shchita, Afilu Hachi Lo Aslimu Basar Chashevusa Da you don't look at the value of the animal at that moment at the moment where the shechita is about to be done, based on what the animal is worth at that last mashu of the shechita, When you look at shechita, when you say you for the shechita, what do you look at? You look at how much the animal is worth the moment before you shechted it not the moment before the final shechit of that the shame shachot waschal, which was at the last moment, and the, the neck was, was half-sliced open already. Right? We don't look at it at that time. So when you kill it partially also, meaning when you weaken it, whatever you do to the animal, we should look at the animal uh, based on what it was worth before you started doing stuff to the animal. And it could be that's what Chidush Arim says, that's what Rashi held also. That's what Rashi meant. Rashi didn't really mean to say that weakening the animal is the beginning of the Shekita. It can't be Can't be that that's what Rashi meant to say. What Rashi meant to say is exactly this, that... Uh, you look at the animal not based on what it was worth the second before he was done, but you look at the animal based on what, what it was worth before the guy started messing around with it. So what was Rav saying? When Rav says you pay the keifel and the dal of the hay based on shasa madabedin, so ki Rav, pi yukra Rav is only talking about cases where the price fluctuated, not not where you uh, put money, in, put an investment into this animal or started destroying the animal. No, by simple price fluctuations. That's what Rav says... That you pay the Kafel and the Dalvahe, Just one more um that we uh, that we skipped. Interesting tos, the Tanya Khushavishmina. Tos the Ramasal D So uh, right, the Bryce had said that if it was if it was weak and you uh, fattened it up, right, that was the first raya against Rav that you're gonna pay the Kafel and Dalvehe and Shaganov. Says Tos Tema, Hechi Salkadita Khtrav Shesha Shadiba Rav Bekhushovishmina. How could Rav Sheshis have even thought, now that we know what Rav holds, now that we know that Rav's idea of Kefal and dal being Kishas Hamad Abedin is only in price fluctuation cases, and not in cases where you put an investment into the animal, we can take a step back and say, what was Rav Sheshis thinking? How could Rav Sheshis think that Rav meant that even in cases where you invested in the animal, that you're going to make Kefal and Dalva Hei Kishas Hamad Abedin? Because if that would be the case, it would seem that we're weakening the Karen. We're saying that keren is weaker. You get less when it comes to the Karen. And from Rav, it sounds like he's coming to be miyafa the Koch of the Karen, and to be the Koch of the kefil and The kamar. How does it? Why is it? Why does it imply that? Achya la Karen Dafka Ken What's Achya? is Loshov Chayim. Va Akya Mashma Loshun Koach. Achya makes it sound like Karen is very strong. But according to what uh, Rav Ravshesh under, originally understands in Rav, Rav is weakening the Keren. Rav is saying the Keren is Kshas HaGeneva, which is, it was only worth a small amount at that time. But then, after he invested in it, and by the Shas HaMad it was already worth a lot of money, that's the evaluation of the and Dal Vahey. Making the and Dal Vahey a much stronger payment, a much higher payment, and obviously making it much stronger than the, uh, than the Keren, which is not the mashmose of Rav at all. So it was the havamin of Rav Sheshis to think that that's what Rav meant. We misunderstood. Akhya just means to pay back, to be mashlum whatever the guy is missing. So what was the guy missing? The guy wasn't missing my investment in his animal, he was missing the animal the, the animal as it was originally. That's what it means. The karen is based on what you what the guy lost. If you took away X amount of money from the guy at that time, that's what you need to pay back. That's what you need to make sure that he gets reimbursed. But it doesn't. It doesn't mean that there's any other sort of yifoi Okay, says the Gemara Hey what's the case of Rav? Meaning, Rav again says you pay the Karen The What's the case? And we said it's definitely about price fluctuations, but how? What, what kind of price fluctuations? So, if you want to say that originally when the guy steals it, it was worth one Zuz. When it comes time for that mother, bedin, it's worth four Zuz. Karen, Ken, And that's what Rav says. Okay, so for the Karen, you pay one Zuz. and for the dollar, the hey, you're going to pay four times, four or five times the four Zuz. So the the but then Rav would be disagreeing with Raba. Why would Raba say? gazal A guy steals a barrel of wine from his friend. Initially that barrel was worth one And then the barrel of wine it was worth four it Went up in value. It's now worth four And then tavra The guy breaks the barrel of wine or drinks the barrel of wine. Mishalim dalid he's going to pay four Zuz. If it breaks on its own, he pays one Zuz. Now, what's what's the cash on Rav? So what do we see? Tavra if he breaks the Piyodayim, he's going to pay Dalit. Dalit is how much it's worth right now. Not how much it was worth When you stole it if you look at rashi meaning as so long as i haven't touched it, i haven't done anything to it i just stole it so i'm hanging on to it it's still considered to belong to the original owner as soon as i break it i drink it i do something to it then i'm breaking it from that person's roshua so we look at what it was worth at the time that i broke it to that 's the real the real moment of stealing. I will eat from the Mela, but when it breaks on its own, I'm my I he the Gaza. But if it breaks on its own, what am I being on? At the moment that it broke, I didn't do anything at the moment that it broke. It broke on its own. What am I being I'm on the moment that I stole it. And at that moment, it was only worth a zuz. But what's the connection to Rav? But shechting or selling it is the same as Tavro Shasya. And we see that Rabba holds that by Tavro Shasya, you pay. The, the the current value, not what it was worth when you stole it. So Rav is against Rabba when it goes up in value. So that's that's the problem. So it says where Amri now Kikama Rav, when does Rav say you pay the Karen uh, Kishasa uh It's only Kigon to make Karas Dal and Ulb Sov It's only if it goes down in value, not when it goes up in value. So we keep on limiting Rav. First we say that Rav can't be talking about cases where you invested in it. Then he said Rav can't be talking about cases where you made the animal deteriorate. Now we're saying even though we're talking about price fluctuations, we're only talking about price fluctuations to the negative. Rav only says this halacha... When the price goes down in value. So then, Karen, Ken, Then you pay the four Zuz, Ken, Tashumi, Kshas, Hamad, But the Kefal, and you pay based on the Hamad, uh, B'din. The There's a major machlokas um, in the case of Tavro, Shasya, a well known machlokas, between the Ktsosin and the Sivas. When it's Tavro, Shasya, when you break it or you drink it, what's the khiv? Meaning, what's the, uh, the the what what's the machayv? Is it a mechayiv of geneva, of stealing it? So the so says, no. The Khiv is midin mazik. Meaning, once you've taken the item out of the rishus baim, you can't be chayiv mishum ganav for anything you do after that point, because the the of ganav is the mi besa ish, and you already were gonev mi ish. So uh, w- once you're gonev from from the guys, that's it. If you're gonev it further from your own possess possession, that's like Goriv bin Aganav, where you're a from the Karen, uh, right, you have no relationship to the original uh, to the original owner. Um, so the same is true by Tavro Shasya. Once it's the, the has left the Roshabylan with the original act of stealing, he can't be Khai mid in so if he's not going to be chayiv midin ganav, what's he going to be chayiv? He's going to have to be chayiv midin uh, mazik. That's the only way that, uh, that that he could be chayiv. That's the ktzos. The nesivist disagrees. He says, no, even a goniv mida even though it's true, a goniv is Pata from the karen, that's because he's not a ganav at all in relation to the first guy. Meaning he didn't do anything more to the original gnev. Ruvain steals something from Shimon and then Levi goes and steals it from Ruvain. Levi didn't do anything to Shimon that Ruvain didn't already do to Shimon. Levi didn't add anything. It was already done. But in this case, you're doing more. So as soon as you do an additional maysa, that could be called Gneva. That could properly be labeled as Gneva. That's what the Nasiva says. And he says, it's really enough in the Gemara that says like him. The Gemara over there says that when you break the cheifetz, you break the object and you destroy it, Kagazomine, the Lashon of the Gemara. You have stolen it at that point. I but you stole it much earlier. No, but the Gemara is saying that's an additional maisa Geneva. It's an additional maizagzele when you go ahead and you do more to it that hadn't been done originally. So that's that's the uh, well-known Machlokas Ksos and on this point. But anyway, so says the Gemara, Tani um, Rabbi So we already tried to destroy Rav twice. So now we're going to try to help him out a, l- a little bit. So we have Rabbi Hanina taught that there's, uh, the, there's a source that could help Rav. Is says, uh, Atuan, it, 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 it says to a guy who was, who he had appointed to be a Shamukinam that, uh, that uh, uh, I'm sorry Ba'al-b'ayi, the Shamukinm says that uh, that the the item that was stolen from him um, the item that he was told to watch was stolen from him right V'nishba, and he swears to it that it was stolen from him and then Vahoda, then he admits that he really stole it so the Shamukinum admits that he really took it that it wasn't in fact stolen from him Uoed him and then ate come and they say that uh yeah that hitaka stole it that it was not stolen from him he took it for himself so imat hoda if he admitted before adam came to say that that he had stolen it he's not going to pay kefel he's not going to pay delta he's going to pay karen he's going to pay chomesh and he's going to pay nasham right he's going to be five of nasham that's for the shvua sapikadon that's that's what you get for uh for for taking a shvua when uh when when you st- that you didn't steal something that it was stolen from you when you in fact stole it yourself as a shomer so you have the Karen chomesh yasham but the imi shabu edim but if edim came first and then you're mohde misha im tashlomikayful the yasham then you pay the kafel and you're a karban yasham but the chomesh no the chomesh no the chomesh is included in your kafel meaning really you have two simultaneous kluyvim going on here for stealing you have to pay kafel. Right, so that that's one chiyuv. But for swearing that something was stolen when you in fact kept it, you have to pay a chomesh and an asham. So can we be mechayiv two separate chiyuvim for the same act simultaneously? So the gemara is saying, well, when it comes to the asham, since the asham doesn't overlap with the kafel, so you can pay the asham and the kafel. This is Divira Yaakov, right? The gemara says that when it comes to the asham, so the asham doesn't overlap, you pay the asham and the kafel. But the chomesh and the kafel are exactly the same; they don't overlap. Now Rashi over here says, and it's going to be clear in the Gemara this way in a moment, that the, 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 we say that the Chomesh overlaps with the Kefal only when the Chomesh and the Kefal are the exact same value. The Chomesh is $100 and the Kefal is $100. So you ask yourself, how's that possible? Kefel means double, right? You're paying double what it was worth. Chomesh means one-fifth of what it was worth. How could it be possible? So the only way it's possible, the Gemara figures out soon, is if the evaluation of Chomesh is based on a different moment in time than the evaluation of kefel. So if there are price fluctuations, it's based on a different moment in time, so then it could turn out that they're worth the same amount, which we're going to see soon in the Gemara. So anyway, that's our Yaakov sheet of the Chachamim Omrim. The Chams say, Berosho v'chamishiso. We the the positive says Burosh of Khamish so we dashin moment of Stalin Barosh Mos of Khamish. When you're paying exactly when you're paying back exactly what you owe, exactly what you what you took Then you pay a Chomesh. Otherwise, you would never pay a Chomesh. What are the Choms saying different than Rabbi Yaakov? Rabbi Yaakov implied, based on the fact that he said, the Chomesh is covered with the Kefel only when they're they're the exact same amount of money. The implication is, when they're not the exact same amount of money, what do you do? You do pay the Chomesh in addition! to the kefel. That's what Rabbi Yaakov implied, right? So says the chachamim, no, that you're never going to pay the chomesh. If you're paying kefel, by definition, you're not going to pay chomesh, because you're, you only pay chomesh when you're paying the value of what, what it was worth, not when you pay uh, kefel. That's the rule. Rabbi Shum ben Yechai Omer, ein chomesh v'yasheh meshtali b'makum shi'esh kefel. Chomesh and Ashem aren't going to pay at all. The Ashem also, right, that's what he's adding. The Ashem also, you never pay when there's KFL. So those are the three Shitas. Rabbi Yaakov holds you could theoretically be Chayiv, both the Ashem and the Chomesh, even when you're paying KFL. The only time you're off for of the Chomesh is when the Chomesh equals the KFL. The Kham say you're never going to pay Chomesh when you're paying KFL. The Ashem you still would pay. You still would be Chayiv. And says, no, there's no, that whole Chayiv doesn't begin. You can't be Chayiv for two things simultaneously. There's no chiv for Chomash and Hashem when there's kephel. The, in the hamik Sheila, in, uh, in in, in Siman Samach Dalin, he brings a raya from here to the Taz in Reish Peiches of Gimel about a guy who has to fast because he fasted on Shabbos. Maybe right? you have to be mash a fast because he fasted on Shabbos. So the Taz sh- says you could be Yotze Yuchiv, in, in 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 a tiniest seaboard, That when it comes time for a tiny seaboard, you could be yotzei already with the. You could be yotzei. You can kill two birds with one stone. You could be yotzei the tinest seaboard, and also knocking off the fast that you offer Shabbos. So uh, the the so the uh, the the, uh, the says the rise from this Gemara from this idea of Rabbi Yaakov of, that as long as the two things match. As long as the kapara matches, the two levels of kapara match exactly, so then, uh, then you could be Yotzi, your kapara, with, an, with a chiv that already exists. Chomash is a kapara. So as long as the kapara equals the kefel, so then the, uh, that, that's, going to, that's going to work. Exactly in line with the sheet of Rabbi Yaakov. Hamza bin Maghnevrum disagrees with that ties, but the says that, that this Gemara seems to be a raya to that ties. Okay, anyway, Katani mias, but what did we see? Chomsha Ollo div Rabbi Yaakov. But Rabbi Yaakov held that the Chomesh counts toward Yorchiyav of Kefel As long as they match. Well, hey, Dami. how could they possibly match? What exactly is the case? Eliam Shavi Dalar Shavi Arba. If you're going to say that originally it was worth four zuz and then and, and at the end it was also worth four zuz, it didn't change in value. So how could the chomesh and the kfeila be the same? Kfeila arbaa, the kfeila would be four zuz, the chomesh and the chomesh is only one zuz, right? That's assuming it's the chomesh That chomesh means twenty five percent, not twenty percent. That it's when you add that twenty five percent, then that twenty five percent is one fifth of the total payment. Of it's one fifth of the hundred twenty five percent that you're paying, right? So, but either way the Chumash is is a lot less than the kafu in that case it doesn't match at all alilav rather it must be Kar shavi arbaa initially it was worth four we <inaudible> and then it, it went down in value and then it was it went down to be only worth one to kafeluza <inaudible> In that case, the kafel was a zuz and the chomesh was a zuz. So in that case, they're both going to be the same. So what do you see? What do you mean they're both the same? Because you're evaluating them based on different time frames. Alma karen ke'en And again, we, we this was all started with. Let's bring a raya to rav. Here it is. Right. The raya is that that, that Rabbi Yaakov is assuming that you pay the karen based on the time of the ganeva. But the Kefal you value based on the hamad b'din. On, on, on. So if at the Hamad Abedin, it was only worth one Zuz, so, uh, so, so, uh, um, the, so it was only worth one Zuz, so the Kefal and Dal V'hei, the Kefal is going to be one extra Zuz, the Chomesh is based on one Chomesh of what it was worth at the time of the Geneva, which, is, uh, which, which is, uh, was four Zuz, and therefore it's also going to be one Zuz, so it's going to line up perfectly, now the Pnei Shua asks, wait a second, why do we have to bring the Chachamim and Rav Shum ben Yichai, The whole is from Rabbi Yaakov. But just to confuse us, we have to mention the Chachamim and Rav Shum ben Yichai, that's just a Pashup Shad Ha'ara. So he says, no, Pashtus, had you just had Rabbi Yaakov and you didn't have the Chachamim and Rav Shum ben Yichai, what would you have thought Rabbi Yaakov was saying? Rabbi Yaakov says, what are his words, right? Rabbi Yaakov says that the, the Chom show Olo Lo Felo" makes it sound like you're part of Chomesh, that there is no Chiv of Chomesh when you're paying k we would, we would not know that Rabbi Yaakov is only speaking in a case where the Chomish and the Kefal are worth the exact same amount of money. It just sounds like there's no Chomish because it's covered within the larger payment of the Kefal. We never would have known that he's talking about worth the same amount of money. How do we know that he's only talking about when it's worth the same amount of money? Because then what's the difference between him and the Chachamim? If he only meant to say that you're stamm, you're patev from Chomish whenever you pay Kefal. There's no chiv Chomish when you pay Kefal. Well, that's exactly what the Chachamim say. So it's only because we have the chachamim mentioned in the Gemara that we know that Rabbi Yaakov must have held his shita only when the cholbash and the kefal are exactly identical to each other. Otherwise, we would have no. Uh, otherwise, we would have no, we would have no way of understanding what Rabbi Yaakov actually meant. But anyway, either way, from Rabbi Yaakov, the Gemara is saying that we seem to have a strong raya to Rav. That when it comes to the Karen, you look at the Shasa Geneva. When it comes to the Dal you look at the Shasa B'din The Kefal and Dal you look at the Shasa B'din Says Gemara Rav, Rav says, No, Leolim's made Kara Shavi Arba, Nami Shavi Arba. Maybe the case really is, it was worth four Zuz originally, it's still worth four Zuz. Ayu the Karkashal Kfal of Dalid Vachum But then the Chomesh and the Kefal don't line up, they're not the same. The Kefal would be four morsos and the fifth should only be one zos so it doesn't line up hameskin i'm going to nicht be arba pam vaude no, maybe the case is that the chomesh is also four zoos. How's the chomesh four zoos? Chomesh is only one zoos If it was worth four, no, you swore four times. You keep on swearing and uh, being modan, and swearing and being moda, and swearing and being moda, Where it turns out that your chomesh is going to is going to turn out to be worth four zoos. That's the case where you're gonna where the chomesh equals the kefil. That you could be multiple chamishios, multiple fifths for only a single carrot. the uh, the The question is: In one basin, is that true? Even in one basin, you can keep on swearing. How can let this guy keep on swearing? And we see that he's nishbavahoda He swears and then he says, oh, "I was just kidding. I was lying." And then he swears and then he says, oh, "I was lying again." And then again, he swears again and he. So what, how can we let that go on? So the Rashba says, must be in multiple bataydin. not it, it can't be that we, we're going to keep letting this guy do this. So it's got to be in multiple bataydin. But either way, the point is that his komish payment is going to turn out to be worth four zuz even without any price fluctuation. So it's not necessarily a Raya to Rav. Right. The Sheet of the Chachamim is that whenever you're paying more than Keren, whenever you're paying a Keifel, you're never going to be Chay of Whenever you pay Keifel, chomish is off the table, but you're still going to be the So going to be of to Ka- of why, we, why do you say that you're from the Chomesh when, when you're paying the, uh, the Kefal? Because it says, Berosha, which means the original payment only, and that and a Chumash. But it also then throws in V'es Hashama. So shouldn't you say, like yuchai that whenever you're paying Kefal, everything else is off the table? That not only don't you pay Chomesh, you don't pay an asham either? What's this far for the Chamin? Some of the Rabban would say, Es pas. Krah. The word s divides the Pasuk. It doesn't say Chomsho v'chamishiso v'ashamo. It says Chomsho v'chamishiso v'sashamo. So the S puts Asham in a different category than the Chomesh. Rabushumanikai, how Ribsuminikai respond to that? V S Arvekra. Yeah, S would, would separate the Pasuk, but there's a Vav before the S. It's vi S, which comes to tell me that to mix to to put the the Pasuk all together, to be Ma'ari it all is one. Vrabana and the Rabban will say no. Lolak the Rahmana low low s. Let the pasuk not say vav, not say s, and we're good. And then then I would know that it's one. So vi s must be to divide the pasuk. Rabushumanikhaya Malak S losagid kasav lafsuka you're the moment of all the moment had it has to divide the Pasuk in some way to divide between Chomesh, where you pay back to the guy, and he gets to keep that money, and the Asham, which is moment gavoa, which is a Karban. So we, have, we need the S to divide it on some level. Hilka, chasavav Arve, But then we use the Vav to be Ma'arivit again to teach me that the Chiyuvim are, are going to be dependent on each other. right? That you're only going to be Chayiv the Asham when you are Chayiv and Chomesh and vice versa. That's what the Vav comes to do. But you need an S to divide it because we're talking about two different types of money. Mamun Gavoa versus Mamun Hadil. Amrabi Amr La Got of Tle Let's say a person steals a Tle and then it turns into an Isle. Agelvanasa Shar, you steal a baby uh, cow and it turns into a shard, turns into a full fledged bull. Nasa So a Shinoi happened while you were in control of it, and therefore you're Kona it. And therefore, if you shecht it or you sell it, you're shechting, you're selling your own animal, not the animal that belongs to somebody else. And Shaganav, you paid back Kefal and Dal Vehei based on what you stole. But if you were Kona it when it grew up, when the animal became an adult, then Ammaim Shalim, why should you pay Kefal and Dal Vehei? Shalom Shalom What are you paying Dal for? The Tvichel Mechira was on your own animal, right? If you Shechter sell the, the animal that still belongs to somebody else, good, that's Dal Over here, the Tvichel Mechira was on your own animal. Why should you pay back Dal Asks the Gemara. Rabbi La answers Gemara Velamai What do you want to say? Shino that when the animal changes, you're not it, Amalei ken Then why are you paying what it was worth at the time that you stole it? If you were not koni it when it went through the change, shouldn't you pay for what it's worth based on right now? Because you were never koni it. it. Still belongs to the original owner. So ki the No, the reason why you don't pay what it's worth right now, mishum da uh, because you can say to the guy, what? Did I steal a shore from you? I stole an eagle from you, I stole a baby from you. Did I steal a ram from you? No, I stole a little baby, I stole a tla from you. I didn't steal an aisle from you. That's why you can you only pay back based on can because the animal just went through this totally physical change. Amrlay, so he said back to Rahman al God save us from your from your Sheetah. Rahman God save us from your shita. Now again, those don't sound like compliments. So if you go with the school of thought that Amram can't insult each other, it's going to be hard to be able to understand these things. So kinayim v'shafav, rahmanul son these aren't compliments. They were passionate about their learning, so they spoke in very strong terms. Okay, we'll pick up from the two dots tomorrow.